Hey everybody, Tom Segura here. Tickets for the first leg of my new tour, Come Together, are on sale right now at TomSegura.com slash tour. Tour kicks off December 30th in Honolulu, Hawaii, and then into 2024 with stops in Asia and North America, including my hometown of Cincinnati. Before you start yelling, what about my city, Tom? Don't worry, I'll get there, and it's a whole new hour of material. A lot of more dates are coming. I will announce them soon. So go get your tickets right now at TomSegura.com slash tour before they sell out. This week on Two Bears, One Cave, I am now getting just homicides. Just straight up murders. I feel the energy, the juice that God wanted you to have when you were born. I feel it. It's in my mouth and it's coursing through my fucking brain. My friend, Burke Kreischer, Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> 100%. Finally, we are back. And from renal failure and missing extremities to down 35 plus pounds. I'm 40 pounds, Tommy. 40 pounds down. 40 fucking pounds. And Bertrand Kreischer. That's what you went first. You went 83 days without alcohol. Without alcohol. 83 days without alcohol. And then. 10 solid ones with. Bert, you look notably different. I know. <laughs> you don't realize you how feel many. feel better? You know, I feel amazing. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? There's so much. Uh, there's too much to unpack. Yeah. I, honestly, um, suffice to say, you don't realize, you don't realize how deep you are in like obesity and drinking and keeping how deep you are in the hole right until you get uh, your head a little bit out of it and then yeah. you start feeling better and like little things are feeling a lot better for me and also when you like just look at a three-month-old photo you're like what the fuck right like i mean when i look at photo of myself even from a year a year and a half ago i'm like yeah. damn i was like i'm like i was fully delusional no i i well i apologize to your agent did he tell you that yeah he was really yeah. touched by it well i he I, we were at the some party in la and i he came up to me and i was like i was like hey man i owe you an apology because he came up to me right at the very beginning of my downward spiral and i say downward spiral in the funnest fucking well possible we have way. to set up the context so what happened was maybe a year and a half to two years ago something like a year and a half ago uh, we were both in New York. We happened to be both in New York on the same night, and we met up for dinner with yes. a group. We went out with a whole group of people. It was right. I mean, it was like it was. It was right when I started putting on weight. Yeah, and right when I was right when I started the. the Sorry, beginning. I know exactly when it was. It was March of twenty two. Yes. So it was like a year and a half. And so I and I was like I was going. I was. I just had bit off way more than I could chew in everything. Mm -hmm. I had a special that I had to shoot. I had a special I had to promote. I had a movie I had to promote. I had a I had a, an arena tour in the in North America. I had one in Australia, one in 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 Europe. I mean, I just was like I bit off. I had fully loaded. I yeah. had a cruise. I had Red Rocks and I was just I could I would not listen to you. If you told me slow down, yeah. I'd tell you get the fuck out of my way. Well, we sat down and at dinner one of the I guess one of the first things he told you. Very he, casually, he goes, hey, I'm worried about you. Yeah, I'm worried about you. You need to kind of take it easy. And you're like, who the fuck are you? You're my wife or something? I told him. I said, you're not my friend. You're not my boy. Yeah. We don't text about pussy. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me to slow down. Don't tell me you're worried about me. If you want to enjoy dinner with me tonight, shut your fucking mouth mm -hmm. and order a goddamn drink. Uh -huh. He wasn't the only person I told that to. <laughs> but a whole bunch of time went by. What happened is fully loaded. Yeah, fully at the end, fully loaded. I was so out of control, like meaning like 
just and it's with everything like food booze wasn't any different than it ever's been i was still working out but i was just gotten so bloated that georgia and isla and leanne all said something to me and they're all like right. and my sister said i want to put a pin in your neck and deflate you and i went what she goes you look uncomfortable like she goes do you realize how many times you rearrange yourself on the couch like, oh, I you would did, just go, yeah, you were always <sighs> shifting. That's and true. even getting off the couch, I'd be like, I'd be like, Ugh. and I was, what's crazy is, and I say this, I say this understanding what the internet sounds like, meaning like what people say. Yeah. People, because people lie to themselves on the internet all of the course, time. Of and, course. And, and I mean, that's what the internet's made up of. I'm starting to really appreciate the people that tell the truth, that which are very few and far between. I was in great shape. I was working out. Well, I didn't have a heart attack. You were A-shape. I was A-shape. But yeah. I was benching 225 yeah, no, 10 yeah. times. Yeah. I was strong. Right. I was strong. I just was completely, and I did that cleanse, went to my cardiologist, and and talked to Rogan. And I literally, I've been carnivore for, and do not listen to me. I don't have any answers. I'm not, right. I don't know anything. No one here is saying follow Bert's lead on I'm anything, trying to get into ever. Zins. I saw Rogan does them. I'm like, fuck, why not? So I was I was into those for a minute, and then some fucking cool guy introduced me to Rogues. I bet, these are, I bet I, I bet these I, are not I bet I can guess who that cool guy was. Um, wait, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I have to remember who it was too. Oh, I thought it was someone. I thought it was Aquaman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Does he do those? I didn't see. Everyone that. cool does them. Well, I just here's the thing, man. It really does. Like I feel. Let me see that one. I, I these gotta are tell bigger, you, sweeter. So I got to be honest with you, and this is the truth. I'm, I'm being. I had a sincere problem with uh, tobacco, with chewing tobacco. Oh really? Oh sincere, like like meaning like I had to quit. Like uh, you're like a red man guy. Re I was red man. I was Copenhagen. I was Skull. I was like every now and then I'll throw in a black buffalo on the road. Yeah. Cause it, cause they have this black buffalo zero. I'll throw one in if we're all sitting around outside. What's beautiful about those? You can drink while you have one in, so you can spit. It's really nice. Yeah. But I've been flirting with these the same way. <laughs> Do you ever see a celebrity cheat like, on his wife and you're like, plugs. we saw that coming? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is. By the way, I'm not fucking Taryn Manning internet. Okay. Uh, these I've been flirting with. I buy them. All the and time, you, and you don't and take I've, I've never even opened them. Do one. I don't. I'm nervous because I'm afraid I'm back. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? And I, this is the only time you can actually say this. There's no tobacco. These are tobacco free. This is straight nicotine. Put your nail in there. Straight nicotine. Maybe this is the Lord saying something. Here, I can't open yours. It's just it's just nicotine. So you 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 get like the here. Wow, that came out quick. You get the the you know the nicotine fix. I feel like more focused. You know, it's it's a little it's a little stimulant. It's better than speed. That's what the doc said. It is. He goes, "You're not going to do speed, right?" And I go, "Probably not." Will you talk to your doctor about that? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, sweating. I, I, I'm sweating right now. I tried to get uh, that Vyvanse. You know, that's like I guess they said someone told me it was like diet Adderall. He's like, it is like diet. It's like Adderall Plus. <laughs> Dude, Adderall's so fucking good. I know. Have you ever and talked to would... someone on Adderall and they try to tell you you're so, they're sober and you're yeah. like, you're not you're sober, not sober, bro. No, but so this Let is it's a stimulant. Now, these are these are sweeter than those. Okay. Ooh. Oh. So Just what do you... throw it in, dude. I mean, this is like... There's no spitting. Really? 
There's there's no tobacco. There's no cancer causing chemical. Hold on. So you're telling me this? People is are thinking this is an organic plug. We are not associated with either one of these. We're not associated We're just, with either of these. I'm just trying to get people on nicotine, man. I heard it's better for your brain. Yeah. I saw Huberman no, tell you right here. Yeah. Huberman said right now, nicotine. if he was a young boy, yeah. he would get addicted to nicotine today. Well, or something like that. I forget what this he said. Is, he, well, let's just say he probably didn't say exactly. But right, ready? it's a great pre-workout. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put the head of my dick in okay. and see if I want to keep fucking. There you go. I'm going to put it in. Put it in, dude. You're on board. You're going to love it. Let's see if I feel no, no. Let's see if I feel the jazz. You're, gonna, you're, you're in. I can already tell. I know. You don't need to spit? No. There's no tobacco. I'll tell you. I love it. I love the feeling. <laughs> I love the feeling. I can tell. I can tell. It feels so good. feels good, right? I haven't felt it yet, but I know the feeling. Of it's coming, when dude. It hits you. It's, it's coming. When it hits. Oh, it's burning. Yeah. It's burning. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm doing heroin in a bathroom at a gas station, it's and some so dude's great. like, "Hey, man, I'll suck your cock." I was like, "I'll do anything right now." Yeah. <laughs> and you just swallow. Yeah. You don't get sick. No. I kind of miss the spinning part. I know, but you'll get used to it. It's so how many of these do you do a day? I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could quit drinking for the rest of my fucking life if I have nicotine. Oh, dude, I'm fucking, and I'm also, I'm dialed in with this. I'm serious. Really? Yeah, yeah. I I, I I have one in the morning. I have one on the way to a workout. Um, I can do one in a workout. That would be great. Yeah, they're great. That would be so fucking awesome. Yeah, you got to remember sometimes you're like, oh, yeah. Like if you're, you fall asleep with them. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I saw an interview where Joe was doing Zins. Really? And I was like, wait, Joe's doing Zins? If it, Joe, and Joe does a research. Yeah, it's nicotine, dude. Yeah. It's put just, one in, why don't you put one in? It's in right now, bro. Oh, you have one in? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's almost like being AIDS. You don't even know who has it. <laughs> yeah, I have it in. It's great. So... I, I had one in for a photo shoot and I forgot. And, and you can see every photo. I'm like, <laughs> like, can you tell I have one in? I put one in my lip like that. I should put it here. Oh, God. It feels so good. So good. Well, let's. Um, it feels like you're brushing your teeth. It's great. It's good for you. Never quit. Um, uh, I'm very proud that you d took such good to care of yourself. I think you look great. I think I, I can, feel great. Yeah. I feel great. I will say, I will say that uh, uh, I'm not sober. So like, don't, I don't want anyone. I know. Yeah. Like I, I've been smoking a lot of weed. Uh, I drank on the cruise. I drank in the Cayman islands. Uh, I drank like three nights ago, four nights ago, we went to a, a thing for out of school. I drank there. Like, I don't have a problem drinking. I like drinking a lot. Yeah. I'll drink with you tomorrow night. Okay. Um, the one we thing I will tell there. you, the one thing I'm telling you is that, especially if you're like a big partier who looks at me and goes, Oh, is he good drinking? I'm not. Uh, look, that's never going to happen. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I had said to myself in a speech a long time ago, I'll always stay healthy enough to keep drinking. Oh, I had not let that happen. I got into a place where I was in a hole and it was like, it was a matter, like I had started to have two friends go to rehab within that time. Yeah, I remember. So I was like, I was like, all right, I'm back. So this tastes so good. It's but, good. Uh, but yeah, so, but now I'm feel, I'm, I'm way healthy enough to keep drinking. So, uh, so yeah, right. we'll drink tomorrow night at dinner. I okay. can't wait. I can't fucking wait. And I, and I look forward to drinking. Yeah. And by the way, sometimes I don't drink. Like a regular person, yeah. Like like sometimes, like last night, Leanne's like, "Let's get in the hot tub." Normally, immediately I go glass of wine, and last night I went, "No, let's just get in the hot tub and get to sleep early tonight." Nice. Like let's feel good. Good. So well, you look good. Yeah, I you feel look, fucking yeah. phenomenal, and it's and it's uh, and I, and I will tell you, you know, a lot of the fans say that you're totally unrelatable now. 
But uh, <laughs> I understand why you became unrelatable. Yeah. It feels really cool to buy a nice something nice. Like it fits your body. Oh, as opposed to just like as opposed a to fucking just, bed sheet. As opposed yeah. to a bed sheet. Like as soon as you have your body fits in things, you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind. Getting a nice God, I fucking love this jacket. thing in my mouth. Know, Getting a nice jacket. I have no jackets. All my jackets look huge on me. I don't have a suit. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get a suit. I'm gonna get jackets. I'm gonna get like you you I can see my dick. Isn't that awesome? Oh, it's fucking insane. Yeah. My dick looks so big too. Well, yeah, you lost so much weight it, around. It, it. it has gotten so much bigger. I've taken so many pictures and I haven't even edited them to show you. Oh, I can't wait to see your dick again. Oh, I can't wait to show um, it to you. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code BEARS at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think... It tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order. When you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout, that's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. Once again, there is, I've proven that there is nobody better to find your missing items, particularly your wallets and your purses, uh, than me. I have I, I I found a purse on the fucking street really? today. Yeah, pull up to JFK. I step out of the car, and on the I just you know you look down at where your foot's stepping, and I see a strap, and I reach down, and it's a a purse. It looks like it's been yanked from someone because the strap is unclasped. Yeah. I'm like, it's a purse? I'm just grabbing my bags out of the car. As I grab this purse, you know the the curbside baggage guys? Yeah. The guy sees me. He's like, oh, uh, and he sticks his hand out. I go, get the fuck out of here, right? I turn my back to him like, not you. Because I know, I could see his, he's like, who knows what's in that, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I don't even like, actually, he, he says something else. I'm like, I'm, 
we're not even having this conversation. So I drag my bags inside and he fucking follows me inside. He's supposed to be working the curb. Yeah. He just, he sees me inside because I unzip it and I start looking through it and he's like, like, what's in there, man? You know, he's like, he's like, is it good? <laughs> he's like, are we going to yeah, split this? Yeah, we chopping this up. <laughs> so I'm like, motherfucker. So I pull out the driver's license and I'm like, all right. Like, cause there's two versions of this. You can be like, I got to get to my flight. I'll take this home and I'll just mail it or something, yeah. you know, when I get home. But I'm like, well, there's a chance she's at the airport and there's a real high chance she's not at her flight because she left her ID. Oh, there's a very there's ID. A, a huge chance. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I'm just trying to like, okay. So I record a video saying what happened and then I take a photo of her photo on her ID mm-hmm. and I post them. And I just, I'm like, all right, I got to, you know, I got to get to my gate. So I start going through security and then I finally get to like the lounge right next to my gate. She sends like all these people are like, I'm her. Give me the, like, everybody, oh, you know, God. everybody's saying that they're her and like, you know, jokes. And, and then finally I'm, I see she messages me and people start tagging. I'm like, this is her. So then she's like, I'm waiting at security. Can you bring it out to security? And I'm like, all right, I got you. I go, okay. So she's like, where are you? I go, well, I'm at this gate this has that has a lounge she's like my friend's coming so i was like okay i run into her friend they call me first of all, like the, the whole thing's like they are announcing my name tom segura can you come here tom segura so i walk out and like the whole fucking uh airport lounge staff is out the, all of them like, yeah 15 of them are like uh we're calling you i go yeah and they're and then they see what's happening they're like oh this is for this i go yeah i found her purse and they're like that's nice like you're a nice person i go yeah of course i'm not <laughs> like i'm wearing a cashmere coat like what do you think <laughs> so you looked so attractive in that picture oh, thank, oh, you thank did you. you did you've not been an attractive guy your whole life you were when you were young and then you had a window of like messy tom which i fucking miss so much yeah, yeah. I, the tom that carried hot sauce in his car i miss that tom you always so say that much. that was christina's hot no, sauce. no no no. we've changed we're, we're unrelatable now it's fine i like this one you like this one yeah i like okay. dude i'm unrelatable too now I do tobacco. Yeah. It's awesome. So it feels great. I run into it Andrew. Feels great. My heart's racing. It feels great. That's the it best. It feels dude. fucking great. Stimulants are where it's I don't at. know why smoking commercials had to put a guy on a horse to walk around. They should just have a guy hit a cigarette and go, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, this thing gets you like it's through the awesome. Day. Well, Andrew I run into Andrew at the lab. He's like, What do you I go Your agent? Yeah. He's he goes, Oh my God. I give the lady the purse. She's like, I'm gonna get it to my friend. Thank you so much. Now I actually have like another 20 minutes to hang. I go, sure, you know, just give it to her. No problem. They're super, she's super thankful. Yeah. She leaves. Now when I'm actually leaving the lounge to go to my gate, yeah, the woman comes up the escalator. So I got to like meet her and she was so thankful and like, you know, it was, uh, it was really cool. It was just a fun kind of thing. It reminds me of this, my favorite story you've ever told of when you found the dude's wallet. Well, yeah. That's yeah. my favorite story. That's uh, my favorite story you've ever told me. I knew you told it on stage, but when you told me, I was in the car laughing so fucking hard. I I definitely hadn't told it on stage. And it was so fucking funny, but it's it's like people don't get to see the part of you I get to see. Yeah. You know, like there's a softer side, like a really soft side of you. Yeah. Like, you know, it shows up when you do a podcast with uh, Sickler. Yeah. Like in a weird way. Um, Yeah, we had a really sincere one recently. I saw it. It's great. And but uh, but that. You know, you remember? Do you remember the story of when I found that ring at at, at SeaWorld? Yes. And it, I held on. I, 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 I got to be honest with you. 
Do you ever do something nice and feel like you don't get enough credit and you wish you had done the wrong thing? <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about cheating on my wife, by the way. By the I don't way. ever, she never comes home and goes, let me smell your dick. Uh-huh. And then I pull it out and she goes, it's clean, we can fuck. <laughs> I, but like, I deserve, like, and I'm, yeah. look, I'm being for real. Yeah, you deserve And this is more conversations credit. me and her have had. Yeah. I deserve, I think I'm getting the credit now. I think now that now that we're both getting older, yeah. I think she's like looking back going like, well, I couldn't have fucking cheated on her for the longest time. But the last, you know, two years, I could have fucking been slaying pussy. Yeah. And, but I Now feel she's that, like, thanks for not doing that. Now she's like, God, I can't believe I got this good of a guy. Yeah. But what's crazy is I found a ring at SeaWorld. I held on to it for 12 years. For 12 years. Leanne, yeah. at one time, we were hurting for money a lot. And it's this is a it's a, a sapphire ring. I think sapphire. What's the green one? Emerald. Yeah, it was an expensive ring with diamonds on each side yeah. with engravement in it. And I wouldn't because I do believe that it's not mine. It's that person's. I don't believe in finding something and keeping it. I believe in returning it. There's yeah. such a value in that in 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 whatever tenants God sent down to the universe. And He said, "Hey man, this isn't your shit. Yeah. Return it." When you do the right thing, it feels so fucking good. And I held on to that ring for like 12 years, maybe eight years. You know how I tell a story. Mm-hmm. And and then, and it had an engravement on it. And I mean, I, and then the lady hit me up. That's my mom's ring. And I, oh, really? and I, I didn't get any credit for it on, I didn't even get the reward of returning it. Because when I gave it to her, I put, I, you know, I shot this in a video. It's out on the line. You can find it. Yeah. When I gave it to her, David Wells' son, the pitcher through the no-hitter for the Yankees, yeah. David Wells' son was with me randomly. When I returned it to her, I said, this is your mother's ring. She goes, thanks. And I go, uh, is your mother still with us? She goes, no, she's dead. And I went, oh, and she goes, that's okay. She was a cunt. And I went, okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I said, what are you going to do with the ring? She goes, I'm going to sell it. And I was like, oh, fuck. fuck. I yeah. should have just sold it years I know ago. The, and the, the reaction I got today, like even though it was, you know, obviously the amount of time wasn't that much yeah. time, but, you know, I took it, I made the effort to give it to her and I got it to her and, and she was able to make her trip and everything still. But the reaction was the reaction you want. Like she was elated. Find and, yeah. something of mine. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you the reaction you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, no, it was. But it was I great. give people the thing they want. The piece of shit whose wallet I found was, you know, I've said this before. I said it when I told the story. When I told it on stage. I think I I, I talked about it in my book. But to me, it's so amazing that there's a a, a thing, a detail in that that I go. How is everyone not amazed that, by this? Which yeah. is that I find the wallet in a cab in Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Right? And I make an effort. Like I go through, and it was a very uh, unimpressive um, contents in the wallet, but I still like this is someone's wallet. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, a few bucks and this you know, college ID. And, you know, I, I ended up talking to that kid's dad, and the dad was like, you know, he's a fucking loser. It's and a I was piece like, of shit. What the fuck? Fuck him. And <laughs> throw yeah, it away. Yeah, I was like, what? and I just like let it go. But I stared at that ID. You know, I stared at yeah. that ID for a long time. And I'm, I was still remember I was on M Street in Georgetown, and I was meeting my cousin Jeanette for lunch. I, I, I can remember like it's it so was funny. Yesterday. I tell the story different. <laughs> But we're on. Who's your Street. cousin who doesn't speak very much English from Peru? Uh, no, this is a fluent English speaker. Why do I do that? So, when we <laughs> sat down, and I look up at the waiter, and I go, "Justin," and he's like, "How you know my name?" I'm like, "Dude, I found your wallet," and he was like, 
You have it? You have it? I'm like, no. <laughs> That's I don't. my favorite part of the story. As if you walk around with, with two, two wallets. wallets on yeah. You. I was like, no, I don't have it on me. And then he was like, all right. Well, you want to hear about today's specials? And I'm like, you don't think this is a yeah. fucking most miraculous moment of your life right now? <laughs> Dude. Like, I found your wallet a while ago. Yeah. And I have it, your face embedded in my head. Someone I've never met just from staring at your stupid little picture. And he was just like, all right, well, I want to get it later. What, what can I get you to drink? Yeah. Let me get a Pepsi. <laughs> a Diet Coke. Okay. Can I tell you? Here's the thing. I'll give you. What the universe asked me to give you in those moments, yeah. I'm gonna. I can just tell you, you so love the. I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. I'm in I know, love with it. I know you are. I'm in love with it, and I'm back. My idea. I'm back. I'm, as a matter of fact, I want to find out. I don't even want to try this uh, shit. Those actually, you won't like those compared to these. Really? Yeah. This one tastes amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this, okay? I'm gonna say this now. I, you can edit this out if you want. Yeah. But I'm gonna say this. I was just talking to Ryan about this. Yeah. I was just talking to Ryan about this. I don't know. I, hopefully this will come out before the voting's over. So I got nominated for the top comedy tour of the year. Okay. Congratulations. Pull, thank you. Pull it up on Polestar. There's like five of us. Mm -hmm. It's me, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're fucking never going to find it. But here's what I'll say. There you go. There you go. Me, Adam Sandler, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Matt Reif, and Nate Bargatze. Now, Polestar, I want you to hear this, okay? Okay. Those guys will not appreciate this award. Uh, oh, oh, we're doing this. Okay. Yeah, I will. Okay? okay? You can give the award to Adam Sandler. Do you think that's getting on the mantle? Probably not. Do you think he'll ever walk into his office and go, fuck, man, I forgot about the I Missed You tour. That was a fucking fun run. Do you think Dave Chappelle... The greatest living comic of our generation, arguably other than Kevin Hart or soon to be Matt Reif or right now, Nate Bargatze is the biggest selling comedian in the world. Like he's Killing selling it. crazy it. numbers. Yeah. Do you think they're going to care? Do you think when they get that award, they're going to cry? Do you think they're going to cry and they're going to they're going to make a video and post a video talking about how Polestar is the greatest publication in the world. When it comes to touring, they really do dial in what us touring comics and touring musicians care about and what the buyers care about and what the ad people care about. We do. Polestar is an amazing publication. I would be shocked if Matt Reif knows. I love Matt Reif. I'd be shocked if he knows what Polestar is. I'd be shocked if he knew he was nominated. To be dead honest with you, guys, you are the first piece of pussy he's having in an orgy. Matt Reif's got everything going on. Burt Kreischer does not. So if you give me that award, this is my ploy to Polestar. Okay. If you give me that award, you'll get what the universe wants you to get. Wow. That's how I look at things. That was quite a plea for winning that award. That's a, that's a good pitch. Yeah. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch. But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer, 
and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Kevin yeah. Hart, do you think? What, how, Kevin's definitely not even going to register that he won it. Yeah, he'll, it'll go. You know what he'll go? Like this. Oh, cool. It's like when a fan yeah. gives you cookies. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, Thanks. oh, cool. Hey, does anyone want this? Yeah. And not, not say I don't want cookies. But you really you want me. this award. No, I just, no, no. But you were talking about this. Uh-huh. And I saw that. And yeah, when I got the yeah. list, I, I was so honored. Mm-hmm. And I was so honored. And then I was going to post about it. And then Victoria's like, well, no one else has posted about it. And I was like, yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, I give a fuck. Yeah. If you nominate, so Golden Globes are coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're both getting nominated for our specials. Sledgehammer. They're submitted. The, submitted. Submitted. Yeah, submitted. Yeah, submitted. Yeah. Golden Globes are coming up. This is the first year comics have ever been ever, invited to the Golden true. Globes. Yep. Uh, Sledgehammer is by far probably, if not the second biggest special on the platform, the third. It's 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 goes it goes. Uh, Chris Rock, John Mulaney, and you and John Mulaney are neck and neck. I'm sure. You biggest. too, man. My special was big, but I mean, it's not Mulaney. It's not you. I don't think so. No, but it, it was big. But I will say this. I will say this. And God damn it. I love these fucking things, Tommy. I feel the energy, the juice that God <laughs> wanted you to have when you were born. I feel it. It's in my mouth and it's coursing through my fucking brain. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I'm flowing quicker. Yeah. Here's the deal. Not to say John Mulaney doesn't care about a golden globe. Right. But Tom Segura does. No, I do. I think it would be amazing. It would be fucking amazing. You get a nice suit. It would be amazing to be nominated. All right, let's hear, let's, hear, uh, let's hear your acceptance speech. My acceptance speech? You get, off the dome. Off the dome. Ladies and gentlemen, the nominees this year for best comedy special, the first year ever in the history, will be go, he will go down as he or she will go down as the best special. First nominations are... Chris Rock, why did you have to slap me? I forgot, I forgot the name of his special. I forgot yeah. the name of his special. Yeah. Matt Reif, this is too much pussy. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I forgot what his special is called. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, <laughs> John Mulaney, I'm out of rehab. Yep. Uh, uh, Sarah Silverman, it's me again. Yep. Uh, I don't know what name of everyone's but Louis C.K. Yeah. I don't need the industry. Shot at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom Segura. Sledgehammer. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner is... Oh, by the way, I'm pitching myself as a presenter, too. Oh, that'd be great if I presented this award, because I go... Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Segura with Sledgehammer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, to the Academy, first of all... Nope, nope, we're just Golds. The Globers. The Globers? I don't know. The Globe, uh, Globe the Hollywood Foreign Press. Oh yeah, baby! That's who it is. The Hollywood Speaking Foreign Spanish Press. Too, so half of them understand you. Oh yeah. Muchísimas gracias a los putos que me dieron boletas para esta Mostly, I'd, I want to thank my co-host Bert Kreischer, greatest guy who I cannot believe wasn't nominated. I don't know if you know this, but he won the Polestar Comedy Tour of the Year. And easily deserved this as well. So this is not, this is as much his as it is mine. I have kids and I have a wife. But I, uh, I have a wife. Bert's the best. Thanks for giving me that award, Bert. And uh, 
I'll say this is the first time I've actually given this shit about the Golden Globes, and you guys finally got one right. All right. Do me now. Okay. And watch it. And watch. Golden Globes, foreign press. I want you to watch the thunder I'll bring to this year's Golden Globes. All right. Okay. And the nominees for the best comedy special of the year are Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart and John Mulaney and Sarah Silverman Matt Reif and uh, Burt Kreischer and Fruit with the Name is my special okay and the winner is oh my god this is so cool man (laughs) my friend Burt Kreischer, Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> I I want to take this minute. I just want to take one minute. Don't play the music. Don't play the music. I want to thank my best friend, Tom Segura. I was at the lowest I've ever been five years ago. I was stepping on the treadmill. I was overweight. Tom was fat shaming me. We were redoing our house. I had, Leanne wanted me to get a vasectomy, and I said... This is where I am in the business. And he said, buddy, we can get you to where you need to be together. Together. We'll focus on your podcast. Focus on your stand-up. And we did Rogan. Shout out to Joe Rogan. And fucking. I, and I could really sell it. Yeah, if you yeah. put me up there, I'll really sell and it. Really and I'll tears. fucking cry. Yeah. I will cry. Yeah. Real tears, real tears. I think the Joe thing is a nice touch too, because it kind of sticks them. It sticks it to them yeah. about like you know you're not really. I never got vaccinated. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on ivermectin right now. I got a fucking zin in, baby. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's That'd a great cool. time to get a fucking add cool. in. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You know what? This is what you get when you sponsor be, our podcast. It'd be really cool if you win a Golden Globe and you're just like Manscaped. Uh, thanks so much for, for sending me that ball Winter's trimmer. Winter's coming, and your boys need a trim. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a fucking gangster move. It would be amazing to to sponsor to sponsor a comedian just like Golden Palace used to do. Yeah, and in that moment, just own it. And they tattoo your fucking forehead. Oh, <laughs> that guy. I think Dude, he got like ten grand or some. There shit. was a chick on our cruise that had. Tell me if this is in the most Florida thing ever. Yeah. By the way. She will be going on my cruise next year for free. Really? She had, there's two dudes. There's one dude with a micro penis and one, and this, this thing's awesome. Yeah. And this chick with a ta- two tattoos. One cheek had the state of Florida. The other cheek said harder. I mean, I, I searched out her ass the whole cruise. Someone showed me a picture of it and I was like, I got to find her. Yeah. I got to find her. When I found her, I was with Leanne. I was like, get over here. We're getting a picture with her right fucking now. Wow. Fucking, and she was beautiful. Really, a, a, a shocking. I mean, and I yeah, mean this with so respect. You, well, yeah, we a did. shocking amount of hot chicks on this cruise. Really, a shocking amount of hot, a, 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 a predictable amount of overweight men with beards. Yeah, a predictable amount That's... of men in speedos. A, a a unpredictable amount of alcoholics. I mean, we fucking dude. This cruise. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this out loud, but we broke records. In alcohol. <laughs> really? On Broke. the first night, the cruise ran out of vodka. On the first, they had to stop the next day and have a boat ferry out vodka. Oh, I know some vodka they could get. No. That won't happen next year. No. The 
the cruise uh, was absolutely the, and I and I've been very lucky to do some really cool things in my life. It was the greatest event I've ever been. Uh, gifted the responsibility of throwing, meaning yeah. like the fans yeah, it was trusted like me. Your party, and it was, I mean, five days, four nights of absolute debauchery from all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. From all ends, people like Catherine Blanford showed up ready to fucking party. Party. Mark Norman, Sean Patton. I mean, dude, the Are You Garbage guys. Everyone played their part. Everyone did the thing you'd want them to do every day. They were at this game called Let It Ride. They did not know how to play. They did not know how to play. And every time he walked out by, by that table, it was Kevin telling Foley how to play once again. Yeah. And they sat at that table. Fans played with them. We had a night where it was like me, Mark Norman. It was all of us sitting at a table gambling. I'm yeah. shirtless, smoking cigars. We broke every fucking rule. The crews let it happen. We had, you know, there's an epic speech that uh, you ever hear... Uh, the KFC guys tell the story about I, I got the smallest penis. The KFC guy? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, no. It's the fucking greatest reclaiming of manhood I've ever heard in my Who life. Who says, like... So, Feidelberg's at a hockey tournament. Yeah. They're all... It's a bunch of dudes. They're all fucking pounding beers. They're in the bathroom, and one guy slams the door. By the way, I know I'm probably bastardizing the story. This is a given. Slams the door, and in a room full of 20 dudes goes, Gentlemen! I have the smallest dick in the room. And then he drops his pants and he pulls out a micro penis and he starts flicking it with his finger and the place starts going wild. And then it gets quiet. And another guy goes, no, I have the smallest dick in the room. And he drops his pants and it's even smaller than the first guy. Well, we did a speed. It's a gr I love that story so much because it's guys with small dicks yeah. owning having a small dick. Sure. So we get on the cruise and we do a speedo contest. Miss Pat, Catherine Blanford, Felipe Esparza is the funniest human being that's ever lived. He's hilarious. That's ever lived. Big J Okerson is by far the funniest man in the world. They're all on stage. They're doing a speedo contest. And one guy kind of shows his dick. And I say, I'll give $5,000 to the smallest dick on the boat. And all I'll say is I had to break off $2,500 to two people. Really? It was. And we got a picture of it, which we'll never see the light of day. Yeah. Never see the light of day. It's going down, going down to the grave with me. Impressive. Impressively small. Imp How small? Uh, like, it describe looked, it. Um, Do you ever see, like, the baby turtles when they get hatched? And their and their heads go in? Yeah. Like, really tiny? Like, really tiny heads? Uh -huh. It was, was a lot. One guy was a lot of pubis. Like a lot of pubis, and that's what made his dick so small. So like the, the padded? like The very... padded, but this guy, like that little tiny head. Yeah. That little tiny head. And it was so, and he showed it to Miss Pat and Catherine Blanford. What'd they say? <laughs> Give that man his money. <laughs> it was so fucking epic. That was the first day. Yeah. That was the first day. And then the whole cruise was like, Every night we ended up in my, I had like a really big room. All the comics ended up in my room on the, we had a big deck in my room. Yeah. Smoking cigars, talking shit, talking trash. It was, and every comic that went did their, played their part, meaning like they hung out with the fans. They did amazing shows. I mean, people were lined up. Jim Norton had a line for his show, a line for his show. 
every day. His show would start at like seven. People would line up at five o'clock to get seats for his show. Every show sold out. Everyone that would get on stage, Miss Pat and Big J, fucking game changers. We brought Giannis Papas. He fucking he's hilarious. Killed, dude. Yeah, great. Pete Lee is super funny. surprisingly garbage. What? Pete Lee was selling drugs at like eleven. What? Pete Lee is the most fascinating guy. Oh, he did Are You Garbage? He did Are You Garbage? Oh, okay. And in his story, the fucking room was like, what the fuck? It was, it was so much fun that without a doubt, the first day, I sat down with the people, and they're like, yo, I'm, we, don't, we can't tell you numbers yet, but we're tracking this, and this is going, this is going to be our biggest cruise we've ever done. Like, we want, we want to do a bigger boat next year. We want to get, like, and in my, all I could think is, I want to bring the exact same comics. Like, yeah. so I'll have new hours, but they all, they, it was like such a family. We'd all go, we, but we got a band called, uh, the, the Sundeckers or I'm sorry that I'm fucking up your name. I'm, I'm sorry. But, uh, we got a band that played, uh, yacht rock. So they played all the hits from the so 80s. Did you do shows every night too? Every show, every night did a show every day, did podcasts, landed her podcast live for the first time ever. Are you garbage at a podcast? Mark Norman did one. I mean, everyone put on podcasts and, and shows during the day. At night, we're all shows up until 11 o'clock. We had uh, karaoke, and the karaoke was, I would say, by far the biggest hit because peop Sean Patton blew out his calf doing karaoke. His calf? He blew out his calf running. It was chaos because you got, you've got 500 people, maybe 600 people in an, in an atrium with one stage, and every comic got on stage. And fucking sang bangers. Really? And, and the fans came up. The fans sang. And if the fans came up, they could really sing. Like yeah. fans would come on. It would be some dude with like long hair and a scraggly shirt. And he'd get up. And the second he grabbed the mic, you're like, holy shit, is that Bob Seger? Like the, it was. I just so saw a clip of a guy. It's not the, so it's not the original guy who did it. But it was just like a 20 second clip on YouTube of this dude singing Soul Glow, you know, from Coming to America. No. And you, like, you remember the, the Soul yeah, Glow? Yeah, I remember, yeah. So this dude does it, and it, like, they look like they're in a record store or something. His voice is, is so amazing, but he's so, it's so unassuming. I don't know if you can pull that up, but if you go on, on YouTube, this dude, um, it's just... Yeah. Oh, I saw this. Imagine if like that dude walked on stage, you'd be like, what dude, the fuck is going on? I gotta on? be honest with you. People who know Incredible. how to sing when they do karaoke, all of a sudden people would be like in tears. Yeah, because like you realize that it's a gift from the heavens. What's like that's a voice that's put into you. You know what I mean? They, like and they know their trade. lyrics. They know their lyrics. They yeah, it's, it's like it's a it's a gift. Like that that guy, he went full a full range, he changed completely yeah. did like them in different uh what i don't even remember the octaves yeah but it, that's that dude is like it's, it's a it's a gift leanne you know? every night was the first in line for fucking karaoke really Le by the way and i mean this this cruise meant more to leanne than anyone that did it she was up with cocktails in the morning bottle of champagne the second we got on the boat i was like 
just like ready to well, have because a good time. I was you know me I'm I don't I don't I sweat shit heavy and so I hadn't drank for like 83 days and I knew I was drinking on the cruise but I was having a hard time getting into it because yeah I, I, I honestly I feel so good not drinking that when I drink the next day I was terrified of the next day yeah and Leanne's like yo go out in Miami get yourself a really great bottle of champagne and and really treat yourself and what's crazy is that like you know, I don't know much about champagne, but I do know Nori. By the way, write down Kodak Black. We got to talk about Kodak Black. Oh boy, fucking that is the craziest <laughs> interview I've ever seen. Nori, I think I texted with Nori about restaurants, and then and I see him. He's always drinking Ace of Spades. Yeah. So I was like, Ace of Spades, bottle Ace of Spades. That's the first drink I'll have. Yeah. We go up on the thing, open the bottle, and Leanne was baller. Like she knew I was weird about sugar too, because sugar was the kind of the thing that fucked me up. She got me. Uh, and she just come up with a pina colada. Hey, have have a great cruise. You know, like the whole time, Leanne had a blast. Every night, her and Big J would meet up at sunset to watch the the top side. I forget the name of the fucking band. They'd sit up. We'd all sit in this like sequestered area. All the comics. We'd smoke uh, cigarettes or cigars, whatever you're allowed to smoke. And we'd we'd let the sunset and we'd watch this band play all these '90s and '70s hits. Yeah, Leanne had the greatest time of. Her life, and then we faded it into a vacation. We went on our first vacation, just me and her, for like in twenty five years. How was that? It was uh, the Dock the Docksiders. I was right. The Docksiders. They were fucking amazing. If you have a chance to hire the Docksiders, they will pay play every song you know by heart and you didn't know you hadn't heard in forever. Those people were fucking amazing. We had Andy Frasco and the UN. We had uh, we had um. Who, oh, Cypher sounds is a gangster. Yeah. The th fourth night, they find out weather's bad. They can't bring us all into shore. So they're like, we're just going to stay at sea, which, by the way, I'd do again. I wouldn't do a fucking excursion. We yeah. stayed at sea, just went super slow, calm waters. Cypher sound got up at fucking eight in the morning because he knew people were up. Went out, set up his DJ thing, him and Carter Cruz, and destroyed and threw a party. Him, Felipe, Big J. They threw a party for everyone that was up and was going to go out, and they started drinking. Mark Norman drank fucking sun up to sundown. The group of comics, and I feel bad that I'm not naming everyone. Jim Norton, dude, I was really cool. Is like I got to have a minute with everyone. Yeah. Like I got to talk to. Yeah, it's really hard to sit and get Jim. You know, unless yeah. you're at the cellar. But like for me, it's hard to get him just private. And I got like a whole evening of just talk, just talking to him, chopping up comedy, talking shit. It's the it is it was the single greatest thing. And then we go on vacation, and Leanne planned our whole vacation. We got a boat to take us out. We went and kissed stingrays and went and drank beers. Like the second we get there, Leanne's like, "Guys, like, hey, cold beer." And Leanne goes, two of them." I'm like, "Who is this fucking chick?" Yeah, yeah. Dude, she the only thing she fucked up is I got the best. <laughs> eavesdrop i've ever had in my life and she was talking over it and i had to tell her to shut her mouth okay tell well, me on vacation on vacation what was the eavesdrop we're in a cabana next to another cabana sir i apologize if i'm if you're gonna hear this story and you're gonna know it's you and uh he had just gotten into his third marriage <laughs> or fourth marriage he's from canada and he this is what i hear as i get my drink right i light a cigar and I hear, oh, I almost killed my first wife on her honeymoon. She got frostbite. We had to take her to the hospital. 
I go, frostbite, honeymoon, what the fuck? And Leanne goes, what should we get to eat? I go, shut the fuck up. Yeah. She's like, what? I go, I'm listening to something right now. And this guy proceeds to say how his wife, for their honeymoon, they went horseback riding in Banff in the winter. And his newlywed wife gets frostbite, pneumonia, and then food poisoning. And she almost died. He goes, I should have let her go. Give us a message from God. <laughs> and I'm like, I introduced myself to him. I was like, please come over to our command and tell us more stories. And he was he? fucking, yeah, he was awesome. We had drinks with him and his whole group. And he knew who I was. His other friends didn't know who I was. And then uh, it was great, dude. It was, it was everything about that. It, like it was, if you had quit drinking for 83 days and you needed to like fall in love with alcohol again, like really, you know, like dance with her and, sure. and get to that know her was again. the way that was the way to, to do, do it. it. I said to Peter, this is, and this is a bad analogy, but like. Alcohol is like a high school girlfriend. I lost my virginity to her. Like, we fuck. We know how to fuck. Mm -hmm. We fight, too. It, you know, it gets dirty. Like, we don't fight fair because we're in high school. And we still, as long as we've dated, we never fought fair, you know? Yeah. And then sobriety or weed, weed for me was like a new girlfriend. Sure. Like, it was, she was cool. Like, she was different. Different, chill. Very different. Not as argumentative. But also, ultimately, not really the person who tugs your heartstrings. Well... She was like cool. Like yeah. I met her at I met her when I was. She introduced you to some bands. Yeah, yeah. introduced me to some bands. She's like, hey, art. let's play for. She likes if, art. If me and alcohol saw the relationship me and we'd have, alcohol would be like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah, what the fuck do you guys do for fun? Yeah. But then I went back to my high school girlfriend, and I and I came back. She's like, you seen anyone? And I was like, I put weed in my pocket, and I was like, no, 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 it's just me and you. I don't, we're not seeing anybody. And then we fucked the first night. We fucked hard. Yeah. And we fucked. We fucked like. We fucked like 10 nights in a row. Wow. We fucked 10 nights in a row. And and we we would fight. Like it, we would definitely fight in the mornings. She would fight and be like, did you have a stroke last night? And I'd be like, huh? What? And like, are we really going to the gym? Let's just fucking sleep. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's just fuck again. And then I'd be like, okay, well, fuck. It's, it seems early to be fucking. She'd be like, let's put it in my ass. I'd be like, okay, we'll put it in your ass. And then and then the last day, like when we're flying back from, the, from our vacation, I realized... Like the, I realized like how unhealthy our relationship can be at times, yeah, yeah. especially when we fuck that much and we don't really talk about our emotions and we just fuck and it's just we play with our asshole, and and on the plane she was like, "Are we still dating or what? Like you're acting weird with me." And I was like, <laughs> "I do this other thing now," and she was like, "She's like, bro, bro, it's a sleeper bed, it's a sleeper bed. The flight attendant knows who you are. We're good. We're good." Yeah. And I got home, and we, the first night I was home. Weed came up to me and was like, hey, did you have a good time? And I was like, uh, yeah. And Weed's like, you're acting different. And I was like, no, it's nothing. And Weed's like, should, should we fool around? Or did you did you hook up with someone? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I hit it and Weed was like accusatory as fuck. We're like, yeah. yo, your head's not right. Like, what's going yeah. on with you? And I was like, I'm back. I, I saw my ex-girlfriend and Weed's like, and you know what Weed said? What? That's cool. It's cool. It's cool, man. Hey, listen, I get it. I date other people too. But we're right now, it's me and you. So I started dating weed again for like a straight week. Mm -hmm. No, didn't even call my high school girlfriend. Didn't even text her. Nothing. She hit me up a couple times. Sure. And was like, hey, should we fuck tonight? And I'd be like, I'm doing other stuff. And then and then we had a big event that for Isla's school. And my ex-girlfriend was like, yo, <laughs> you're definitely taking me, right? And I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I take you. She's like, I got a dress for this. And I was like, I know, I know. We're good. So I took her and we had a fucking blast. We had a fucking blast. And it then sounds I like you're... Uh, 
kind of built to to date two people. I think I'm in. A, I think I'm in a thruple. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I'm in a thruple. And then the next morning, do you know what my what we did? What we was like? Um, do you, do you have a good time with your ex girlfriend? I went. Wait, you knew we were dating? It's like, yeah, I know you. You're cool, man. Yeah, yeah, cool. And so. I fucked her. I fucked my new girlfriend last night. Cool. I fuck. I have, she's in my pocket right now. Yeah. She she wants to fuck tonight. I think we will. Oh wow. Yeah. And then and I did. Uh, I've been fuck. I've been raw dogging her. I've been eating my edibles at night, and dude. It's the greatest thing. So now that we've gotten everyone into nicotine, let's get them onto weed. Yeah, what? I mean, edible <clears> for <throat> me, like a nice indica in the evening, about hour hour and change before i want to go to sleep it's the move dude and also dude. it can, it if you i came off of a show got back had dinner then had it and got in bed and i was i was talking about my act and thinking about it i mean shit just starts i did i had to get up and pace because i was just talking to myself so much and i was pacing when, around the room when you realize the weed's taken over oh yeah it's and over. you're like wait i'm in the uh, i'm talking to myself in the fucking pantry yeah i was like a deep i was in deep conversation with myself ooh, ooh, i went i got high and sat in my backyard and i had a cigar and i'm looking at my backyard and i started getting emotional yeah about how lucky i am and like that i have this yard and i have these trees and these trees are safe with me. I'm not cutting them down. Mm -hmm. and, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, I'm really, dude, the best was last night. Last night, I had three, I got on an Instagram thread. I don't know what it was, but it was three of the hardest laughs I've ever had. It started with a woman doing a slingshot of a watermelon. Have you seen this? No. And, the, and she goes, take that castle and let's go with the watermelon. And it goes back and then hits her in the face. <laughs> and I could not stop laughing. And Leanne goes, are you high? And I was like, I am. She's like, it's not that funny. It's kind of sad. And I was like, babe, you've got to see it. I'll text it to you. Can you play it on the thing? It is. She gets, takes it. To, this is it. This is it. Just focus. I'm not giving <laughs> up. This. I'm just getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, sister. You were super, super close. Right in the kisser. Show that night who's boss. <laughs> That's good. Oh. That, ooh. Oh, God. <sighs> Bro. It's a good edit, too. That's a good edit. My algorithm. By the way, don't play the rest. I think she's dead. Keep going. My algorithm on Instagram is the darkest thing that humanity has to offer. I am now getting just homicides, straight up homicides, double and triple, like just straight up murders. And I'm like, this is Instagram. Like it's fucking <laughs> insane what comes up. Cause I'm in so many <laughs> text threads with people who like, we one up each other. Like, ah, oh, I found this one that now Instagram's like, Oh, you, you want them boys? Like you want to see some shit. And so every time I open it, it's just like someone getting stabbed, <laughs> fucking jumping off a bill on so fire. People on fire. High. It is so funny when you're high dude i saw i did last night i did last night where i was seeing that kind of shit and i was i had a moment and i go i shouldn't i shouldn't just 
consume nothing but this for the hour before I go to bed. And I put my phone down because I was like, this is so bad, <laughs> so dark. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, hold on. I have too many thoughts going on right now. So, so I had to change my algorithm because yeah. my algorithm was all comedy shit and podcast yeah. stuff. How'd you change? You just so I so I would just start searching saying, for other things. No, I'd say do not suggest this. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I was like, I, I'm all I'm doing is watching other comics do great, and I was like, and ultimately it ends up fucking with your head. And you're like, like I, I came off fully loaded where we did the gorge and sold it out, and the next thing I see is like someone's selling out a, a theater, and I go, fuck, I'm not doing shit with my life. And then I was like, well, that's not healthy. So I start, it's, it's watches, boat launches. Um, yeah. And then I got into, so like everyone knows I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And I know it doesn't maybe seem that way from the th way I talk. Yeah. With like Huberman, uh, Cam Haynes. Dude, hung out with Cam Haynes in fucking Portland. Yeah. That guy is a savage. Yeah. Him he's, and he's got a new shoe that's fucking awesome. Haman is uh, his sons. His son. By the way, his two sons. One's a low key gangster. The other one's a. I'll do five thousand pull ups in an hour. Yeah, the pull ups thing, and then they also casually run marathons on their like lunch breaks. Like, and in they, the and middle for of lunch, the day. they're eating elk. They carried out on their back. Yeah. Cam Haynes sat with me for about an hour and a half and just talked. And I was like, I I was enmeshed. I could fucking talk to that guy for hours because he's. And here's why I like him. He's he's not glitz and glam. He does the thing he says he's yeah. going to do. And a lot of times, he doesn't tell you about half the shit he does. For sure. David Goggins, Jesse Itzler, like all these guys, I'm really attracted to that energy. So I started following all these guys. And I got, and when you, so that got into my algorithm. But then, this is the coolest thing I think I've realized. And, and my new girlfriend showed me this. Mm hmm my new girlfriend really showed me humility, like in a way I haven't seen it. So I'm into these like, and then all of a sudden you start seeing some dudes, not all the dudes, but some dudes are just jack dudes giving you life advice. Yeah. There's like, and some are is just far based life advice. Like you're like, I, yeah, I don't have time to, I wake up at three in the morning and yeah. then I, and that's, that's when I get my first workout in. And then I, that's when the gym opens at six, I get my second workout in then. And then I've learned that if I can cheat code and I'm just sitting there going like, then I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. I was in bed with Leanne after the big event we went to, and I took a hit of weed, and I saw a dude. I don't have his info on me, but it was uh, he was it was. I don't. I'm not trying to the right way to say this because I need to show you the shittiness before I realize the brilliance of it. He was very regular. He was like, he's like, hey, um, I forget his name, but uh, Thrasher, something Thrasher, mm -hmm. and he's like. I'm going to show you how I get ready for my day. And he was like, first off, I take a pound of frozen ground beef, put it on the counter, put rice in the rice cooker, boom, Folgers. I dump it in. And when he said Folgers, my brain went, Folgers? What the fuck kind of life advice am I getting? Like, I'm not going to get Folgers. What the fuck? And he's like, meal prep. And that's how I start my day. And I, my first, and I say that to this guy, I hope he understands this apology. At first I go, is, is he teaching me how to be mediocre? Like, I know how to make rice and ground beef. Yeah. And then... My new girlfriend said, and this is the beauty of marijuana, that guy is every guy you know, every guy you grew up with, every guy busting his ass who watches, no offense, but Andrew Huberman and David Goggins and goes, yeah, I've been in the sun all day moving lumber. I don't have time to get into a polar plunge and a sauna and take my ADHD, whatever, all the, all the, all the medications. Yeah. I don't have access to that, nor do I have the funds. 
but I do want to better myself. And this is accessible. This is how I can get a jump on my day. And then I started reading all those things and all those things are like, yo, it's like, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, but like, yo, it's okay to work on yourself and to go to therapy. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's every one of Leanne's cousins. That's every dude I grew up with. Every dude working a real blue collar job would love a little bit of a hack on how to make their life a little more manageable so they can be there for the kids in the morning or be there at night when they get home. Their knife, their, their day isn't overwhelmed. And I went, and I, now, my algorithm is filled with blue-collar uh, 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 life coaches. Like, just dudes jacked who have motorcycles that are tatted up. They're like, yo, I found Jesus a couple years ago, yeah, and I'm yeah. better now. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and they just show you these life hacks for them, and I'm like... More of that, please. I wish I could say this guy's name. It's something Thrasher, because I would love to give him the credit. But he changed. I smoked weed and watched him, and I went, oh, yeah, that's accessible. Like, that's, I'm not going to get my blood work done by, which we can afford to do, Ways to Wellness. Yeah, Ways to Well. Ways to Well. I'm not getting my blood work done and get on testosterone that's expensive as fucking shit. Yeah. I'm just looking for ways to make my life more manageable. And God bless my fucking girlfriend, Weed, for just going like, just showing me. Like just it's that's the beauty of getting high is your brain just thinks sideways about things, and then you go, yeah, more of that. I mean, also keep with the Hubermans, keep with all those guys. There's all the more uh, advice you can get, the better. But like, come from all ends. I like that shit. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, that's cool. I love weed. Yeah, we love weed. Almost, it definitely is like it's the better of the two i to hope like, her and her roommate will let me fuck <laughs> her roommate is cool as yeah. fuck before i forget i want to shout out uh, a little while ago eric wind sent us some watches what? here to the studio yeah sent us some watches a couple of seikos yeah just wanted to say thank you because uh, we haven't seen each other in a while yeah um also uh i wanted to quickly tell you don't even know we've been working really hard on a special that we're re- releasing uh hold on yeah okay finish this because i want to say yeah very seldomly mm. has my mom called me and said have you seen what tom did very seldom my dad uh, will do it all the time dude uh, tommy's fucking great this oh. fucking tommy guy you I, I gotta hang out with you and tommy one time i'd love to hang out with the uh, big albert um oh wait wait i didn't even finish the thing say it because i'm about to december 15th we are dropping 69 minutes which is a special that we've been putting together for months and so many people have participated in it we have the are you garbage guys in it joe list is in it ryan sickler's in it brian simpson's by the in way it. what did joe list say about me because he texted me i haven't seen the episode he destroyed i know him. he texted me no, he's I'm like saying, i'm sorry i had to do that no he just he was fine. i was like joe i thought we were cool no 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 he was he just you know he can he, say whatever he wants yeah he was and he was also it was we were like he's like everybody asks about this i got it he was hesitant to talk about it. I, like, oh, I, I tell anyone he was he was sweet about it. I don't was, mind I as, I think we've always had this agreement. I by the way, we gotta hang on. We have a we have so much to cover in this yeah, episode. Yeah. Wait, wait, but wait, wait, hold on. Hang on one second. I gotta say okay. Okay, do not okay, we got it. Keep going. Keep going. Sixty nine minutes comes out December fifteenth at ymhstudios.com and it's a huge, huge group effort from everybody that works here, the entire staff. And like I said, all these comics, um, I got to give a credit to Adam Lowett, who has been writing and producing on this. 
Um, but anyways, it's a huge endeavor and we're very excited about it. And it's our first time doing this type of streaming special event. Well, that's it. I hope it fails horribly. Thank you. And you focus on taking adventures with your mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of messages. A like lot. That. Yeah. That's the greatest thing you've ever done. A lot of people told me that. Yeah. It was fun, right? Can, yeah. can I just can I just give you my hurt Bert Bert Conqueror list? Sure. And can I take your mom on an adventure? <laughs> I want to take her swimming with sharks. <laughs> I want to take her swimming with sharks so bad. So it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And it's so much fun. But your mom is fucking gold. Yeah, she's great. She's she's really good in those. And like, you know, it's so fun because I took her. If you don't know, I'll you, take your mom and your sisters. I fucking I love oh, you your hung family. Out, yeah, I yeah. hung out with your sister, yeah, yeah. and I've never enjoyed one human being more. I can imagine you sit at Thanksgiving quiet, just going shut. Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> Me and your sister could be twins. Yeah, we could be twins. Yeah, I think if your sister was in charge of adoption, your family would adopt me and kick you out. You're probably right. That uh, is your sister is fucking your sister. She's leaves, like you. She's, she's like you. She's we couldn't much. get a word in edgewise talking to each other. Yeah. She is the most, I want, I don't want to get in too much of it because it is your family and I don't want to talk about your family, but like she is, she is such an anomaly of a human being that as you talk to her, you're like, hold on, wait, whoa, 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 yeah. you're in the air force. Like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> your sister is fucking awesome. But your mom yeah. is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was great. If there are people listening or watching that haven't seen it, if you go to my YouTube page, the, the Tom Segura YouTube page, we put a video together of what she was visiting Austin on her birthday. And I pitched it because I knew I had to at least pitch it right. I go, do you want to go for a helicopter ride on your birthday? Expecting her 100% to say no. I go, you want to go? And she was like, yeah. She goes, that'd be fun. I go, yeah, you know, I've been taking lessons. It'll be, it'll just be like a nice ride. And I know what this helicopter is capable of because I've been going up in it. And it's, it's, that's the chopper that like the Coast Guard gets. Like, uh, you, if police. you don't know anything about a helicopter, you will be shocked the capabilities of a helicopter. I mean, I wish we, if we could have covered, you would die if you know what this, the, it, it's doing things that other choppers that are set up differently. I mean, it has like five fully articulating blades. It, so the, the maneuvers it can do, you can't do in every, in every chopper. Yeah. But uh, it's, yeah, it's an MD500 and, and this guy, we've done it together. So I was like, hey, when, when we get up there, I go, I'll fly and then we'll do the signal and then you do all those maneuvers. And he was like, for real? And I go, yeah. And we had the GoPros mounted. And man, you, the we don't obviously we had to cut it down. The full raw footage. I mean, she she's she's reaching over and hitting him like and try and she she's trying to she's like stop, dumb. And I could hear her going, think about your father, <laughs> think about your father, and what he would say. And I could hear her screaming, and then finally she just gives in. But he he do we he went vertical. He went. He nosedived, pulled up at the last second, flew sideways through a ravine. Like he was doing bonkers shit in that thing, That's and she, she was losing her fuck. It was the best. I was laughing so fucking hard because, and I couldn't see her. I was yeah. laughing because I could hear her, and I knew what she was going through. And it just, I, I've never it's, been it, happier. My mom called. She goes, "I want to meet Tom's mom," and I was like, "I can make that happen." Oh yeah, I yeah. can definitely. Make All right, let's talk about our favorite. Uh, I'm going to Tampa in March. So, really? Yeah. My well, by the time this comes out, my new tour, the first leg's already announced, and Tampa's really? in it. Yeah, yeah. Just send your mom. Shit. 
I'll bring my mom. Oh yeah. yeah. March. The um the guest bears. Guest bears were really fun. I'll tell you who I was most excited for was Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn is such a fucking the greatest. Legend. He was amazing. He was amazing. He's and like such a fucking legend. He's such a legend. He yeah. might be he might be. I know you ad- identified with when I told him I was like like if I was going up on a spot and I saw you, I'd be like, I would look at my list and be like, I can't fucking do this in front of him. Like I would have to second guess everything. He's um he's the he's the best. I mean, he just is like our he's like our Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Like the statesman that's had nine different careers uh-huh. and then all of a sudden now he's running the country. Yeah. He's I here's a joke that I told that he doesn't even remember. I love when you tell a comic, Oh, you know a joke I loved yours, and you say it to them and they go, I don't even remember that. Yeah. Like Kurt Metzger said to me, Kurt Metzger one time, we were, I just saw him the other day. Mm-hmm. Kurt Metzger is Kurt Metzger 100% of the time. 100% of the time. He's also super hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. Kurt Metzger just came up to me. We're at a big you know, Hollywood event, and everyone's like you know, talking Hollywood shit. Kurt Metzger just comes up, and he goes, can you believe, just out of nowhere, can you believe we used to think monkeys, someone fucked a monkey, and that's how we got AIDS? Can you believe we believe that? And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> and Leanne goes, hi, Kurt. And he's like, we used to think, that, but... uh uh Kurt Metzger has one of those has jokes like that that I told him that night that he does not remember telling. Colin Quinn has a joke he doesn't remember telling about he goes, that is the new Save the Polar Bear ad. Save the polar bear. And you guys are and they're all you're cheering for that? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If a polar bear walked into this room, you'd be throwing chairs at it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is the Colin Quinn's the best. Matt Reif. How was Matt Reif? I didn't well, I haven't listened to that one yet. It was great. Matt Rice. It was great. Fucking money. It's like, I mean, his special just came out. It's probably number one on Netflix right now. I'm sure he he. Um, it's really, you don't. Everybody probably dreams of having what happened to him, and I don't think it's a thing that most people can handle. And what I mean is that his whole life completely changed dramatically in a 12 month period. Like we we talk about it when he when he came on, but one year prior to when he sat down there, he was like I was clearing like three hundred dollars for a gig. He was doing my podcast, and <laughs> and he one uh, year before. I mean, I'm being saying this with love. Yeah, I, a year before, a year and a half before, I had Matt Rife on the podcast. Yeah, and it maybe got like fifteen thousand views on yeah. YouTube. On YouTube, and the yeah. downloads are different, but like on YouTube, that's the test of like. If it's going to, you know, and I was like, I was like, God, it was a good interview too. We talked about his dad and we talked about Ralphie and we talked, we, it was a great interview. Yeah. And I was like, God, man, this kid's going to pop him, Trevor Wallace, the dudes that are just like, sure. like they come on there, they deliver. Yeah. But, uh, and then he popped and all of a sudden it's at like 7 million. It's yeah. I mean, the thing is that like, like I said, it's, it's, everyone thinks, you know, when you're in your twenties, you're like, I want that. I want, I want to be a superstar. I want all this to happen. But it is a lot to, and I think the way that he is handling and managing that is actually very impressive. And we talked just a lot about how his life has changed and like what's happening. And he's already making, I think, pretty, really sound decisions for someone who's like 27 and just got like the world handed to them, like seemingly overnight. It's because a, what happens is the industry, sometimes the industry doesn't know anything other than, it's like when, uh, it's like when they put pizza out at a buffet or sushi. 
and you just grab the first sushi they see. Yeah. That's what the industry does. Yeah. And they, and sometimes that means you're just getting a bunch of California rolls. You didn't see what's coming out later. Yeah. But Matt Reif has, and I, there should be a documentary film crew following him right now. Yeah. Because w- this trajectory is unlike anything we've ever seen in our yeah, business. Yeah. And the uh, only person it's close to, probably, yeah. and not even close to, but like similar to, yeah. is Chappelle. With his trajectory and stuff? Chappelle was... Chappelle was at a younger age, probably 17, was given the keys to the kingdom. Chappelle, the story is at like 17, he went to Montreal and he did two different 30 minute sets to showcase. Yeah. And the industry stopped and was like, this is the guy. This is the guy. Yeah. He did two different 30 minute sets. Well, his production company is called Pilot Boy. Because yeah. he he did like eleven pilots in a couple of years. He did everything, and and Chappelle, and I and I think Chappelle would admit it that he had some emotional bumps along the way, like losing friends, yeah, losing managers, losing agents, like fucking going to Africa. Like yeah. Chappelle paid the tax through mental health with it, and is on the other side of it, but with so much wisdom. Yeah, you look at a guy like Matt, and you're like, uh, I don't know, I. I mean this sincerely, and I, I, I'm really glad it didn't happen to me. Yeah, like I, I could. Oh, I, I would have. I, I would have fucked I, it up. I was not. I would not have been prepared for that. I, I I'm so lucky. I told Adam Divine one time we were at a bar in like Spokane, and he had sold out the theater, and I had sold out the club, and we all came to this bar to party. And I've known Adam since he was younger. Yeah, and he said to me congratulations on selling out the comedy club this weekend. And I said, yeah, I thank you, but I hope you know how much that means to me. I said, you're, you know, your career is on a fucking rocket ship, but you, I, I wish I could gift you just in, in like, in like a pill where you could take it and feel it, what it's like to work for 20 years and then get success. I would never, you'd never want someone to have to do that. Yeah. Cause it's 20 years of going, fuck, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Everyone starts blowing up around you. Yeah. But to get out on the other side of it, it gives you such amazing perspective. Mm-hmm. And you feel so full of gratitude so many times that like you're like, you're just like, and you 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 knew me that entire time. So I don't need to say this to you. But then you go, fuck. I mean, everyone wants what happened to Matt. Everyone, everyone wants, wants it. Yeah. Everyone wants it. But could you come out on the other side? Like guys, guys that that happened to Matt Reif, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher was in LA for like 13 days and then he got 70 shows. Really? That quick? He said, I'll give myself two weeks. He's like, at the 13th day. I'm, by the way, I'm paraphrasing. I'm sure it's longer. I'm sure it was like six months. But like, I think also, do you remember that actor, uh, Josh Hartnett? Was that his name? God, he was gorgeous. He came, he's he, still gorgeous. He came to LA. There was the story was, I, I think the story was that he booked his first audition. He's first or second audition. What's yeah. he doing now? He is fucking perfect. He's still acting. Yeah. He just doesn't he do. He is fucking perfect. He is perfect. Okay. He is so fucking attractive. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's an Oppenheimer. He was a, uh, oh yeah, so, that, that Operation Fortune, that was that uh, Netflix one. He was really good in that. He plays the actor, the, the like the action actor. He was great in it. Dude, Josh Hartnett is the fucking man. <laughs> and and Josh, if you're wondering, Bert finds you absolutely perfect. He is perfect. He didn't need hair plugs. Did yeah. you ever see the Lucky Slevin? Lucky Slevin? Uh, type in Lucky Slevin. Is that Josh Hartnett? Please say I got the right guy. 
Lucky number Slevin. There yeah, you go. Dude, in that movie, he plays like it's it, that movie is fucking amazing. It looks like it. Damn, it's got 7,500 five star reviews. Dude, That's nice. he's Josh Hartnett. By the way, Josh, if you're still in LA, we're always looking for guest bears, but I will try to kiss you. Uh, and that is a promise. I think, isn't he like Minnesota? Is that, am I wrong? Is he living in Minnesota? God, fuck those guys. How the fuck do they get? I wish I had the balls to fucking. We were, Leanne and I were talking about when Isla goes to college, like, well, are we going to stay in LA? Yeah. You know, like, should we, should we Bruce Willis it and get a fucking place in Sun Valley and just fucking live there? We were talking, we were really honestly talking about Austin. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, yeah, 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 but well, because two reasons. One, my my bus to come back to LA, it's putting an extra five thousand miles. That's crazy. On it. Get a I place here. Stop being gay. Get well, a place here. We've talked about it, but uh, but there's so many places, and you look at guys like Josh Hartnett who just go like, yeah, okay. There's a guy Carter Osterhouse. You know who that is who Carter Osterhouse? No, he's a fucking design guy, like a builder. He's fucking him and all his brothers are gorgeous. They're <laughs> fucking. They live in they live in like Michigan on a, uh, on the lake. They all have speedboats. They took us out for fully loaded. Josh, look at him. He's fucking goddamn gorgeous. <laughs> let him walk into it. You know, Leanne said she would let me and Thor run a train on her. That's cool. She would let us. And I, she goes, I would be in a threesome with you guys. I go, no, that's that's a train. That's both of us fucking you. She was like, okay, I'd be into it. You'd be in, she'd be into that? She'd be into is it. This her, is this her, like, the top one She for said her? I could be there, I think, is technically what. I oh. could get towels for them. But is she a big Hemsworth fan? That's her guy. That's her guy. Yeah. That's like, it, like if he tries to kiss her in front of me, yeah. I gotta let it happen. By the way, Chris Hemsworth, do you I know have you're one? a big fan. <laughs> do you have one for her? Do you tell her who you get to kiss in front of her? Uh, no, I don't really no. have one. I mean, yeah, I was asked that too, and I was like, I don't know. Christina was like, "Who's like the actress that you're like, oh, like she's?" And I'm like, I, I don't know. I have a li- like Jessica Chastain's pretty perfect. Yeah, our our fucking pilot that flew me in today was fucking hot as shit. The pilot, you was it United Airlines, mm-hmm. the hottest, and no, you're a great pilot also. Yeah, big respect on your flying skills. But she was gorgeous. She looked like Jessica Chastain. Really, she came out. And I was, I got off. I didn't drink on the flight, but the, there was really bad turbulence coming in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was like, yeah, the turbulence is pretty rough, huh? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, we don't really feel it up front. <laughs> I was like, you, you were working up front? <laughs> I thought I knew all the flight attendants up front. <laughs> That's good. And then someone was like, uh, great flight, Captain, or whatever. And I was like, oh, you're the pilot? <laughs> and, then yeah. the, and then I thought I was bad. And then uh, older fucking... Austin money dude went over and handed him her, her, his baggage claim ticket. And he goes, are the bags coming up here? She goes, I don't know. I'll check. She was really cool. But yeah. I guarantee type in hot flight, hot United pilot. Those pilots have great Instagrams, by the way, all the pilots do these Instagrams are all like influencers. Oh, there's your pilot. No, that's, oh, I know that guy. I follow him on Instagram. You follow the hot guy. I, yeah. He's on uh, the bachelor. Oh really? Yeah. I follow him. He, his, his workouts are non-negotiable. Nice. Yeah, that's, I fucking follow this fucking cunt. I follow him. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he's on The Bachelor. He does, he's like in great shape. Yeah. Isla and George, J- Isla and Leanne are watching The Bachelor and The Silver Bachelor. Oh, I've seen the commercials for that. But Silver I've never Bachelors. Watched. Silver Bachelor's pretty cool. Was he like 60 or something? He's like, I think he's like 70. No. He's a grand, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a grandfather. He's not 70. I think he is. I see no. how old The Silver Bachelor is. There's no way. 
The Silver Bachelor. Yeah, the Silver Bachelor age. And at no point does he say oh, stuff shit. that I would say. You're where right. Like, like where he goes, like, he's he just loads in these chicks. No. All menopause. Wow. 71. And then the fucking chicks are fucking, I'd hit it. Really? I, I, and Isla hates that. I was like, I'd still fuck her. And I was like, dad. And I'm like, what? what? That's why that's how people watch these shows, right? Yeah. That's totally how they're, what they're thinking. It's no. Shut up. Is that her? Hold on. No, 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 no. No, no. But goddamn, you're fucking close. You are fucking close. See, if I can see who she follows. I guarantee you she follows this other hot pilot. This pilot's red hair, uh, uh, more petite. Okay. okay. But man, she was fucking hot. Beautiful. Yeah. If she had just come out and been like, hey, guys, we're going to hit turbulence, but don't worry. I'm on it. Everyone would have been like, okay. okay. I know what I'll be thinking about when I. Um, well, look, dude, I'm uh, I'm glad we got together. It's we good got, to see you. It's good to see you too. We're gonna have some fun yeah. tomorrow. What is it? What's the name of this stuff I have in my mouth? Oh, that's Rogue. Rogue. Where yeah. do you get it at? Fucking gas station. Oh, yeah. I know you ready for another one. I mean, I don't know how soon can I have another one. It's all day. <laughs> Stay in the zone. I'm moving up top. Does uh, it look cool when you wear it like this? Yeah, it does. And it actually, some people think they feel it more up there. Uh, it burns again. Mm -hmm. It's back. Mm. I follow a bunch of kids on Instagram. What? All right. Um, we're, both, thanks. we're both upper deckers. Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, we'll learn about those kids next time. <laughs> Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.